Hello and welcome. I'm so glad to be back. I needed to take a week off last week from a revving the word, just wrapping up our family vacation. I hope you enjoyed and listened to kind of the genesis, the history, the story behind Revelation Wellness, especially if you're doing these podcasts. Uh, we want you to, to know what God's been doing, how he's done it, because if whatever he's doing for someone else, he will do for you. Uh, we get in trouble when we compare our lives to someone else's and think, well, how come I don't have that? And I hope that the story of Revelation Wellness encourages you to go out and do that weird, crazy thing that God has asked you to do. Our greatest goal here is to train up fitness leaders, um, disciple people with the tool of fitness to go into their communities and be the change, be the gospel living, active, and alive. Our next instructor training is starting on August 22nd, and we hope that you would consider joining us. Um, if not, at least go and download a packet. It literally looks like anything. You may not even teach a group fitness class. You might just learn how to instruct your own life more into wholeness, and then that just becomes contagious. So check that out. Also, RevWell TV, the August calendar just came out. The August accountability group just started. That is awesome. I'm so excited to see. I think after the summer, we're all just excited to <laughs> I know me. How about the kids going back to school? I'm ready for them for a little bit more order, a little less, uh, a little less laid back. I think they're like just kind of getting away from me now. So join um, RevWell TV for $10 a month. You get in that challenge group and it's just some fun, good stuff going on. Just more conversation. We are about you losing the weight of your heart. Whatever is holding your soul down, let's start there and then the body will work itself out, right? All right, so another episode of Revving the Word. So excited, really, truly. I missed you guys uh, being on vacation. I missed being in the studio. I have so much to share, so much good and challenging stuff happened while away. Always learning, always growing. Today we are going to talk, get to the heart of uh, all of life. And you know what that is? Relationship. <laughs> oh, relationships. Can't live with them, can't live without them, amen? They're challenging and they're beautiful and we desire and crave belonging. We crave to be loved, to be known, and yet it's one of those most difficult places. And um, our temptation is to completely withdraw or to completely fall into it and we lose ourselves. and um, worship, idolatry of relationship can happen. I, friends, am a survivor, a recovering addict of love and relationship. And if you listen to the Revelation Wellness story, you will, uh, you will hear more of that in just my own personal, I had it all together on the surface, but on the inside, oh, so lonely, so broken, so sad. And relationship really craving that. And God, uh, the, the person of Jesus Christ, man, has he just been such healing uh, bomb for my achy heart. So let's get after this topic today of relationship. Um, let's be real honest. And so whatever you're doing right now, you're just gonna be moving your feet. We're gonna work from a scale of one to 10. It is a interval workout today. We will build, build, and build. So uh, on a scale of one to 10, you should right now, one being if you're laying in bed, laying down, like taking a nap. 10 being, oh Lisa, I cannot do this. My lactic, my legs feel like they're gonna explode. I'm gonna hurt you or somebody if you keep asking me to do this. <laughs> right now I want you to be about a, a five, a four or five. It's just getting the juices flowing. 
All right, whatever you're doing, you're hiking, you're biking, you're walking, you're running. Some of you are just driving to work uh, and just kind of getting your, getting your game on, getting ready for whatever the, God, the, the Lord has for you today. Awesome. Just keep it. We're so glad you're here. Um, so right now, about a five or so, and we will get going in three, two, one, and we go. All right. <clears throat> so whatever you're doing, do it with ease. Do it with a smile. Can we do that? I always say in my classes that you have to fool your flesh. Fool your flesh. Direct your flesh. And you do that with a smile. You truly do that with a thought. I, I can't get my lips to the corners of my mouth to lift without my neurological patterns, my brain getting a message to send to my muscles. Hey, lift the corners of your mouth. So cool. We can direct our lives. We're so powerful. We truly, as being made in God's image, powerful. Relax your shoulders. Notice how heavy your feet are. If they're really heavy, maybe just take smaller steps, right? Some of you are feeling like you're being chased down by performance. Like that you've got to perform or that you have to do something really awesome or spectacular in order for it to matter. No, we're going to just thwart that right now. Think upwards. Lift your head upwards. Lift your gaze a little bit. Look around. Look around. Take it in. Everyone take a deep breath. Exhale. Can you take a deep breath through your nose? You should be able to. Did you know when you breathe through your nose, it forces the sympathetic nervous system to work a little harder. Our panic breath happens in our mouth. When we can take a filtering breath through the nose, it's like we're taking back the reins. All right, here we go. Here's our word for today. Here's what we're gonna rev on. Here's what we're gonna live on. Here's what we're gonna remember over and over today. Proverbs 17, 17. A friend loves at all times and a brother is born for adversity. Say it with me. Proverbs 17, 17. A friend loves at all times and a brother is born for adversity. So Holy Spirit, teach us. God, all of you. We invite all of you. We confess. We don't understand relationship like you do. And we want your mind. We want your heart. We want your words. We want your thoughts. We just need you here, God. So come, be completely yourself. Invade and take over our spirit, our soul, and our bodies. 
Amen. So nice and easy. Moving yourself up towards a six. And then, yeah, six, seven. Nobody feels like your legs or that your body's screaming at you. If it is, listen to me. You need to rest. <laughs> Take a walk. Move the body, but don't push it. Don't force it. Grace. Everybody moving freely. Keeping ourselves below lactic threshold. Now, I'm gonna talk about that today. Right now, we're gonna build. We have about three and a half minutes in this part of the class. You're gonna be asked for a 30 second push that takes you over lactic threshold, which is probably about an eight. No, an eight, you're just at lactic threshold. You're buffering it, you can tolerate it. It's, it's your razor edge. But you're gonna be asked to go up above your razor's edge for 30 seconds. You could go to a nine, you can go to a 10. Actually, this is probably the one time in the entire class, well, for a while, that you're gonna push to that very uncomfortable place when I say go, but not yet. Right now, just building towards that seven, where you start to notice the lactic acid shows up, then pull back just a little bit. A friend loves at all times, and a brother is born for adversity. All of life is relational, everybody. All of it. Everything hinges on relationship. The love of God first and most, then loving others. And then we have other relationships. Relationship with creation, food, our bodies, money, the environment. Television, social media, relationship. We're made for it. We're made for it. Right now, listen. Your 30 second push is coming up. So if you're on a machine, you might. You're gonna get ready to load up some resistance to push against to make your heart rate jump. If you're outside walking, running, you're gonna to have to pick it up while you're invited to. Ready? Get set. Not yet, you'll know. Go, push, 30 seconds, come on. Nine, ten, eight and a half, 
keep going. 10 seconds. Pull back. Good job. 30 seconds. That should have caused you to sound like me. <laughs> ah. Okay. I want you to come back now below that lactic threshold. So buffer it out with your breath. Breathe through your nose. So I have to tell you, because I'm a recovering loveaholic, somebody choose me, somebody love me, somebody comfort me. I'm so afraid, I feel alone. Man. God is continually, day by day, like a snake shedding its skin. I'm desperate to know his love because I know all of life is relational and I know without him, I will love the wrong things. I will love the wrong way. And yet I know that I'm made for it. I know because I crave it, right? The fact that you crave it means it exists. And the fact that it doesn't go the way you want it to go means there's more. It also means, brace yourself, everyone. Put your big girl boys, big girl and big boy pants on. It also means that you're part of the problem. <laughs> Rejoice, he wants to show you the way. He is the way, he is the truth, he is the life. Get used to your life of confession and repentance, asking and giving forgiveness, relationship, keep healthy. Everyone, in 10 seconds, you're gonna do a one minute over lactic threshold. Now, because you have to hold it a minute, you gotta figure out just how much over your threshold you can go. Remember, it's an invitation. Ready? Go. Come on. So there's a love that's available at all time because he says this is what a friend does. A friend loves at all times. And in John 15, 15, Jesus tells us, you're no longer servants. I don't call you servants. I call you friend. Come on. 20. Over threshold. 10. Come on, Holy Spirit. Come on, Grace, empower us. Three, two, one. Under threshold. Whoo. Uh. So because I'm a friend of God and his word never contradicts itself 
And he says, a friend loves at all times. That tells me he loves me at all times. He loves me, he loves me, he loves me, he loves me. And when I don't have the love for someone else, that same love, I'm the breakdown. I'm the breakdown. Because a friend loves at all times. Now scripture tells us that being a friend with the world means you'll have enmity with God. So we're not talking about a friendship here. See, friendship can easily come and fall into the line of worship. Okay, listen. You're gonna have a two minute push in this song. Two minutes. I want you at an, I want you at an eight. I want you at your razor's edge for two minutes. It means your jaw is gonna drop open and you are gonna drink air like it's life because it is. Right. A friend loves at all times. And if we're not careful, if we try to make it about the friendship with the world more than friendship with God, we will get ourselves into ruin. Ready? Go. You got two minutes. Uncomfortable. Shaking hands with lactic acid and saying, listen, you work for me. Come on. Teach us love, God. A friend that loves at all times. We're not talking about codependence. We're talking about interdependence on God. And listen, we're made for community. We're made for relationship. Less than a minute. You can go to a nine. Ten. Come on. Always with us. Always with us. A friend loves at all times. Friendship with God. Say this. He's my best friend. He is my best friend. He gives me the ability to love my earthly best friends and when there's a when there's a breakdown God's teaching me something ready 10 9 8 7 6 5 4 3 
pull back. Come just under threshold. It'll feel like a recovery. Thank you, God. You always love us. The whole point of your love for us is that we would know love, that we would live free, that we would bold, that we would be bold and contagious and kind carriers of this kind of love. That even when I can make a list of the injustice, you say, hand those to me, give those to me. I'm the judge, I'm the jury. Wear love, wear love. It's your all-purpose garment, as the message says. Really good. All right, now listen. This is like eight minutes. I want you for eight minutes just at, well, okay, suggestion, six minutes just at your threshold. So basically give me your best six minutes. What can you hold for six minutes? Some of you who are overachievers are gonna need to bring it down a bit. Because if we really were testing your oxygen to carbon dioxide output, you probably would be more on the carbon dioxide. I need oxygen ruling here. At lactic threshold, it's like an athlete in a long race. This is honestly where I feel like God asks me to live every day, right on the edge. It requires all my focus, it requires my honesty, it requires me not to fear, and it requires me not to strive. I don't fear the pain, and I don't make agreements with striving that I have to be this for someone, or I have to do this for someone, because God loves me at all times. On a scale of one to 10, everybody an eight, just at your 80%. Now let's get to the other part of this verse because I think it's huge. A friend loves at all times and, not but, but and, a brother is born for adversity. Family, family, what this means, if you think about it. The higher the level of intimacy, the greater levels of adversity. Think about that. The higher the level of intimacy, the greater levels of adversity. Why else would James tell us to count it all joy when you encounter 
trials, suffering. And would you not agree that family breeds a greater intimacy than a friend? Because even think about this. Okay, let me put this in social media terms. First, you're a fan. You kind of go, yeah, I kind of like what they're doing there. All right, I'll like their page. I'll follow them. I'm a fan, so I'm gonna follow. Meaning, I don't mind if they show up in my feed now and then. It's really come, it's about how can, how can they serve me? How can they give, you know, I think this will be good for my life to have more conversation around the freedom than the fitness. Because you know, you're easily, you easily make it about the fitness or the food. So first you're a fan, then you're a follower. Then, after some time and some investment, after you've checked it out and you feel comfortable, you might be as invested as a friend. A friend, which I would consider all of you here friends. All of you here, friends of this ministry, and we love you at all times. Overweight, underweight, show ready, Couch potato, you're our friends. Come, sit down, have a meal. And then from friendship, we move into family, amen? Meaning, it's no longer about what they do for me. I'm here to surrender myself for their needs, uh-oh, family. A husband and a wife are the seed of family. Why do you think Satan hates it so much? Come on. Friendships will come around again. But family, family. I heard the Lord say this, Elisa, tell them there will be a battle against the bloodline because Satan is more offended by family than friendship. <laughs> Come on, family is born for adversity. The family, the word family means a relative, kinship from the same tribe. So listen, I know a lot of you here you are in. You've been marvelously ruined, wrecked by grace. Family, not just friends. You have a minute and a half left. I want you to feel ready for the last four minutes. 
So do what you have to do to feel ready for the last four minutes. Okay, everybody. You get that minute and a half. I have to just be honest with you. Tell you what, I don't think the enemy wants this podcast to go out. <laughs> About five minutes ago, my sweat fell onto the device that records and shut me off for the last part of this workout. And honestly, it's happened twice. So I am coming back around again to do this last five minutes with you. So just recover right now, get ready, because I've done it twice now. The last four minutes are gonna be, we're gonna need the king of comfort. We're gonna need the comforter. I want that for you. I don't want you to run from adversity, right? I could have given up on this podcast, but no, I just press back in again. God, give me the grace. Come on now. A brother is born for adversity and a brother, a friend and a brother. You're both. You're that to me. You're not only friends, you are family because you are following after Christ the church, the family. And that's who Christ is coming back for. He's coming back for his bride, the church. All right, listen. Here's what's gonna happen. You are going to be going over-unders, over-unders. 20 minutes, 20 minutes, 20 seconds, over threshold. You're gonna go over your threshold for 20 seconds. Then you'll go under. Then you'll be invited to go back over. So this means a nine or a 10. Ready? Go. Go. Come on. Heavy breathing. Adversity. With a smile. Hang on. Four, three, two, pull back. Under. 20. 20 seconds, maybe, under. Good job. Come on, a friend loves at all times. And a brother is born for adversity. Get on mission, ready, go. Come on, shared purpose. Family, one tribe, shared purpose. Come on. Stay at the table, come on. seconds pull back under oh. this family thing come on the higher the level of intimacy the greater the levels of adversity ready set go 20 seconds come on push over over 10 Smile, grace, the ability to live with the spirit. Two, one, rest. Oh, under. Friends and family, that's who you are to us. That's who you are to me. Friend, you're listening. A friend kind of watches, says, okay. A friend says, what can you do for me? But family says, what can I do for you? How can I bow to you? 
How can I see your vision fulfilled? How can I see your dream fulfilled? I want to see you free. How can I serve you? Get ready, set, go. 20 seconds, go, come on. Push, 10. Ah. Look at somebody and make suffering look good. Come on. <laughs> oh my goodness, three, two, under. You're going over one more time, hang on. Ooh. One more time, over. Ready? Probably not, but that's okay. Go, push. Come on, lean into it, heart open. Lean in. Five, four, three, two, one. Let it go. Oh, half of it. Oh, good job. If you're on a machine, take everything off. Take that resistance off. If you're outside, walking, running, pull back. If you were just listening, cooking, cleaning, we felt your prayers. We felt you get in with us. That adversity thing, isn't that what family's for, friends? When someone else is suffering, we suffer too. Like we feel that, the compassion. We say, I'm in it with you, I'm here. Even if we don't agree with what the person's doing. Listen, in Luke 15 with the prodigal son, the father didn't agree with what the the, the young son was doing, leaving, saying, give me my money, I wanna go. And, the, and love doesn't hinder. That's, that's, sometimes we wish it would, right? Sometimes we go, God, I just wish your love would keep me from, like, just tell me what to do and what not to do and I'll do it. And the truth is, we say that, but we still don't do it. Love enables us. Love takes us higher than restriction. So the father didn't restrict the, el the, the young son. He said, here's my money, go. If this is what you need, go. And listen, the father, this is the reckless love of a father who is also a friend. <laughs> that he would give the money. In, in ancient times, that would be a disgrace for a, a, a wealthy man to give his inheritance to the son before he had passed away. <laughs> it would say, you can't even keep your own, your own children in order. But he said, go, and he gave him, he cashed in, he became poor, so the son, the, the rebellious son could become rich. But then you got the elder brother, the family member here going, hey, what about me? What about me? What about me? Especially when the young brother comes home because God is all about the family coming home, the family sitting down to the table, the family having a feast, the family laughing, celebrating. Oh, the home of believers should be the most joyful place to be, a place where you can let your hair down, a place where you get to be you a place where you can be honest, a place where you can seek forgiveness, give forgiveness. But the elder brother stood outside the party and he let the adversity of the injustice keep him from the love of the father. He wasn't thinking straight. He, he, he wasn't able to say, oh my God, look how radically radical my, the, my father loves. Man, am I blessed, let's party. 
Now all his wounding kept him in adversity. It kept him from the love of God. We're friends and we're family. A friend loves at all time. I can always love even if someone in this family, this Revelation Wellness family, this wholeness family, decides to take a different path that I would say, maybe that's dangerous, I don't know. But if you're gonna go, if you're gonna go, if you feel you have to do that, how can I bless you? How can I bless you? That's family. Because love endures. Love is patient, love is kind. It bears all things, believes all things, endures all things. Love will win. And truth, truth is for us. That's why I'm saying, friends, if you're in this ministry or following us, whenever you have a relational problem with someone else, I'm gonna say, look at yourself. I do it myself, so please hear me. I am not exempt. When I am angry at my husband, it's me. What is it in me, God? What are you trying to heal in me that I would know this love that endures through adversity because that's who you are. You are for my marriage. You are for my children. You are for my family. You are for generations to come. Generations. Because I said yes. I'll follow you. And not only will I follow you, I'll be a friend. And not only will I be a friend, I'm going all in. I'm putting all my chips in the table. I am following you all the way in family. And the banner over me is love. We have decided to follow Jesus. <laughs> a friend loves at all times and a brother is born for adversity. There's another proverb that says that a, a, there's a brother that loved a, a friend. Oh, now I can't remember it. A friend, no, that's this one. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I can't even think right now. There is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. That's the scripture I'm looking for. There is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. The problem is friendship we tend to look at as leverage. What can you do for me? And when that person stops doing for us, we say, I'm out. But family says, what can I do for you? And I said it, so here, I, as our friends, I wanna serve you, what can I do for you? We wanna serve you, what can we do for you? We pray these are helping you, we, we pray you need freedom, you need prayer, you need healing, what is it, how can I serve you? Because I see you as family, friends and family, friends that stick closer. And I, I wonder if you would ask the same of us, Revelation Wellness, Elisa, what can I do for you? You know what you can do for me? Keep pursuing this lifestyle. Don't turn back. Don't cash it in for a momentary weight loss fix, for a momentary relief of shame. Find it in Him, find it in Him. Use these podcasts, move your body, train yourself to move towards the love of God because it's there where the church is unified and there's no more fracturing, there's no more dissension, there's no more backbiting, there's no more devouring each other. We all come under the banner of love 
and Christ is coming back for a church, a bride. And Bill Johnson says, and I love it, that he's coming back for a, a body that's proportionate to the head. The head is Christ, fullness. It's already completed in Christ. He's not lacking anything, but we, the body, are lacking because we believe pain, wounds, lies, and our healing gets put on hold for a temporary substitute. We, we write out our injustice of what this person did or didn't do and why God should do this or that. And we stay outside the party instead of going on in and saying, look at the love of my father. Isn't he amazing? Am I not lucky to sit at his table? I'm so blessed to sit at his table. My family, this is my family. So my question for you is how do you handle adversity, friends? How do you handle it? What do you do? What do you tend to do in adversity? What's your goal? You can be right or you can be righteous. And righteousness is in right standing with God and it's found in the love of the blood, the family line, the bloodline, Christ. So God, make these words true for us. God, change us by the power of your love that we would not just be friends, but family, God. And for those who are suffering adversity, those who have suffered wrecks, marriages, loss in relationship, God, I pray a, a, a greater revelation of love and healing that you make all things new, all things. And we lift up and proclaim the family, the family of one, unified, made whole, and empowered by grace, that signs and wonders would follow us as we stay trusting in your love, as the arrows fly by night. We believe you, we trust you, even when we don't see it. And we lay ourselves on the altar and say, heal me, set me free. We love you, Father, and do all this work in Jesus' name. Amen.